All right. Um, it's a real pleasure to uh, introduce um, Adam Vavrick, who is the beer director at The Publican, um, for a quick chat today. So thanks for taking the time. Um, and uh, hello, Adam. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, okay. Good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I wanted to quick, uh, quickly uh, ask you about yourself. Um, I know you're new to the publican, but you're experienced in the beer scene in Chicago. So do you want to talk about uh, where you came from and uh, what brought you uh, to the publican? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I've been um, in the beer industry here in Chicago for close to, I guess, eight or nine years. Um, I got my start quite by accident. Um, I had uh, I used to work in the audio industry, and uh, I ended up quitting my job and uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. And uh, my girlfriend, who's not my wife, but my girlfriend at the time, was like, "Get a job, uh, get a job drinking beer. I don't care. You drink a lot of beer." And that's true. I was. I was drinking a whole bunch of beer uh, and like writing down notes on what I was drinking and all this. This would have been like back like 2005, 2006, 2007. Like, before yeah. um, the Chicago beer scene kind of blew up the way it is now, and. Um, so uh, I was going to a local liquor store regularly um, and chatting with the, with him about you know different beers and stuff I wanted him to bring in so that I could drink it. And uh, slowly he amassed a nice craft beer selection. I got better at describing it. He's like, you should go get a real job in the beer industry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I went to uh, Sam's Lines and Spirits and applied as a beer guy. Mm-hmm. And they hired me right there on the spot. And... Uh, Kind of went from there. Uh, I, I ran um, the, the Lincoln Park uh, Sands, which was purchased by Benny's in 2009. Yeah. Uh, Benny's being my, my last big, big, big job that I was at for a while. Um, and uh, yeah, so the, the Midwest uh, premier, well, it's, a, it's the, Midwest, the Midwest's largest uh, uh, liquor store, uh, for sure. One of the largest in the country, um, perhaps 55,000 square feet. And um, uh, so I managed the beer department there, uh, which was quite fun. Uh, sort of, I don't know, it was really neat to just kind of have, you know, the world's my oyster and order whatever I felt like ordering and uh, kind of just teaching people about beer. Mm-hmm. So, Amazing. That's kind of my background. And, cool. Uh, I also teach at uh, the Feeble Institute of Technology uh, as a sort of like an adjunct professor, not really, but uh, I guess that's the best way describe it, uh, but portfolio consultant as well for the uh, Beer Somalia course. And, um, and uh, yeah, and then I was up in Madison for the past six, seven months helping open up uh, Occupy Group. Great. That's premier contract group. So cool. that's sort of my background. How did you uh, get involved uh, with uh, the publican? Um, you know, I've been a long-time diner here, and yeah. I've, ha- I, I have, uh, I've known uh, both previous beer directors uh, pretty well, and... Um, it was kind of cool. Uh, one of the things I wanted to do when I left Vinny's was kind of get my toe into the world of, of you know, hospitality and, and, and kind of teaching people about beer at that fine dining level. Because you, you go to a restaurant, you see, you know, a beautiful wine list. They might have a psalm on staff or a mixologist. Very rarely do you see somebody that's, like, actually there specifically for beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, public is always very, very beer forward. Um, and, uh, again, long-time diner. Uh, and just kind of I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I was at Madison, because I really was Chicago, and uh, just sort of debating when I, when I got the phone call, like, you happy? And kind of giggled, and I was like, why? What's up? And uh, lo and behold, they were looking for a new beer director. Amazing. Went off to her, uh, she went to open her own place, her husband, and uh, came down, and it was a match made in heaven. Great. So, there I am. Well, the, but it's I mean, kind of unique, so this will be 
sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, it's such an amazing place to join. Um, I've been a diner there from afar whenever I visited uh, for as long as I can remember. And it seems like such a great place to go into because they, they seem to appreciate and love beer um, and put it at the same level as, as any other drink, which is really great to see. Absolutely, absolutely. That's one of the things that attracts me most to uh, Publican, uh, is, is that they've always sort of had this, this one foot firmly planted in the beer world, uh, which when they opened, when Publican opened, uh, you didn't see a lot of that. But you go to a lot of restaurants, and, you know, there were plenty of brew pubs and, and places like coffee and, and, and what have you, but, but not a lot of uh, places that were sort of like, you know, uh, Chef's Ribbon had uh, a beer list that yeah. could stand up to a wine. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, even going there uh, a couple days ago and seeing, I mean, the, the draft list that hit so many different countries and the bottle list of just all kinds of great styles and uh, really great range. And it's so amazing to see. You can go in there any day and you know you can get top-notch um, selection, which is, I mean, it's amazing. Sure. sure. Um, so I wanted to ask you, as since you're new and you're now the new beer director, what uh, what 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 are your plans? What are you what are you going to bring to the role? And how do you see sort of the beer uh, evolving at the Publican? It's interesting you you ask that because um, you know Publican to me going in it feels like one of those European beer halls and and and, and uh, that attention to like old world traditions and classic beer styles, and that's sort of what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. And I really, really think that that's what, that's what uh, Publican needs. So that's sort of my goal, is to kind of bring us back to, to that classic Publican era of, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, of like, before everybody in the neighborhood all had the exact same beers on tap, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's a bit of a... Sorry, I'm going to I feel like there's a bit of a, of a chase of the dragon mentality. Uh when it comes to trying to keep lines rotated and interesting and fresh and what have you, uh, but, but always trying to get the, the hip, cool, new thing. Well, you know, I'm sort of, I'm sort of on the fence about that. I mean, there's, there's fun, there, there are definitely fun things to be had uh, in that realm. But you know, if I'm, if I'm eating gluten noir, you know, I want, you know, I want a Ralph beer. I want mm-hmm. a traditional German Ralph beer. You know, uh, if, if I'm doing sausage and eggs or whatever, I want to have a bite. And I, I really think that that return to classic styles uh, is something that I think will really invigorate uh, what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I mean, there's there's lots of other things we can bring in. There's lots of breweries around, especially local guys that are doing some really, really fun stuff. And we'll definitely rotate a lot of that in. But I, I sort of, I kind of want to, I don't know, I don't want to say draw a line in the sand, but, you know, there's a lot of fantastic gear out there that's not getting a big corner. Yeah. Well, it's funny you should say that because, you know, I'm I as much as I like to seek out the latest and the greatest, I also just like to go back to the things that I know and I love. And you know, the publican is I mentioned this to you when I saw you a couple days ago like every time I visit Chicago, I always try to stop in because one of the things I love is having a picture of the uh, Lombic Dew. And oh, yeah. it's, it's such a unique product and I don't care that I, it's it's always I hope I always hope it's there because I always want to have it every time, and I yep. just love. And that's, love that's to, a really fun program. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we have uh, for your listeners that don't know this, we have our own pub landed, 
which is pretty cool, uh, by, uh, by Lambic producers in Belgium. Uh, they sell us, uh, their young, young, uh, unblended Lambic fish, uh, that we have on tap regularly, uh, I would say pretty much all the time. That will not change. That's something that I think is fantastic. Um, but we also, you know, we get to play with that, which means we get to do the same thing that you see, uh, at places like Motor Lambic or Ketion or, or wherever you may be, where you have young, brash, acidic, young Lambic and, you know, want to sell it, make it a little more palatable. Um, so we do a Lambic do, uh, obviously, and, uh, and which you love. We get to change those flavors whenever we want, just sort of muddle them in. So what you had when you were in was a uh, mint and lemongrass. Mm-hmm. And um, we just got some seasonal rhubarb, so I think I'm going to try to put some rhubarb in the next one. We do like a rhubarb emulsion or something. Put those together. So I think those would be two really neat complementary flavors. That's very um, cool. The other, the other thing I want to do that uh, we don't, we're not doing right now, but uh, and I haven't really done proportions yet, is I want to do uh, faro table side. So faro, of course, is where it's uh, the, the young lambic that's quite acidic and you muddle sugar in it. Pretty, pretty big staple of Belgian uh, cafes. And, uh, so I think what I'd like to do is do that table side. And we have these great uh, earthenware pitchers uh, that we serve our lambic to and we'll do the same thing. We'll plug in and we'll just muddle the sugar right at the table side. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be, it sounds delicious. I can't wait. Um, is there uh, anything anything new that like you're working on, or or I know you're also responsible for the other publican um, location around the corner of the Quality Meats, and, and it sounds like a potential um, uh, outpost at, at O'Hare. Um, how is are are they are all the restaurants going to work together uh, under your um, sort of stewardship, or will you have different beer uh, philosophies in each one? Well, I'll be definitely directing the beer programming for all for for all the public locations. Uh, so, public and PQM, airport, um, and you know, I honestly think that that's, that's going to be my biggest challenge is making sure that each restaurant has uh, its own identity, mm-hmm. but also has its roots firmly planted in what the public is. So, if you walk into public in the airport, uh, get O'Hare, I want you to feel like you're walking into public. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, each 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 location has a little bit different clientele and a different uh, uh, timetable that I kept with the guests, you know? And mm-hmm. so uh, it's going to be an interesting challenge trying to make sure that um, we can properly and effectively communicate what I want to teach about beer uh, to all of our guests. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, certain things, like if you're, fly- if you're flying in, from, say, California, and you're looking for craft beers in an airport, you probably already know, you know, a bunch of the cool California craft breweries because you're there, right? So mm-hmm. I would think you'd probably want some of the smaller local uh, breweries to try their stuff. Um, but knowing full well, you can, you know, because it's public, you can still get an Orval. And uh, that's, that's sort of how I feel about that. Nice. Sorry, I'm a little rambly. No, it's all good. <laughs> I, I'd love to hear your thoughts, and uh, it's really great to... Uh, to see the public can um, thrive, continue to thrive, and uh, with exciting things ahead, um, I want to ask you. You know, I've, this has always been something that has been on my mind, and I, I heard it again when I was there a couple of days ago. What's the significance of the bell by the bar? Of uh, the what by the bar? There's the the bell that get that got oh, rung. Oh, the bell. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure. I'm sure what it meant. So we've got a cowbell mounted on the wall, and if you look on the menu, uh, there's a. Uh, Six pack to the kitchen option. Yeah, I love you that. Can, you can basically buy the buy the, the six pack of kitchen or uh, for the kitchen, and they they are very appreciative when you do. Um, and uh, 
and yeah, whenever anybody buys uh, buys a lot, buys around to the house, they uh, uh, we, we ring the bell out, which is always quite fun. Uh, oh, it's especially amazing. fun like in the middle of service when everybody just you know screams happily. So, Absolutely. Yeah, well, I heard the bell go off, and I was like, I wasn't sure what that was. It didn't seem like it was last call at six o'clock, so I knew it had nope. something to do with uh, something. So I wanted to ask you about that. Um, uh, so, I mean, I, it's it's great to uh, hear about uh, what's going on with you and the publican. Um, just since I have you, uh, for anybody coming to Chicago from um, from from Toronto and up in Canada, anything interest anything else interesting going on in the scene that you might want to um, let everybody know about down in Chicago? Ah, uh, I mean, just visiting. I mean, there's there's so yeah. much to do here. It's it's one of the reasons why I asked to leave the city. Um, you know, there's you, you can you can spit and hit a jazz club or spit and hit a rock club. And yeah. So if you're in music, it's a fantastic music scene. Um, the food scene here is out of this world. That's Republican, uh, of course. But you know, uh, we have there's so many excellent excellent places to eat here. Um, plenty of great watering holes. Uh, you know, from from the the, the Upscale dive bar like Simon Mandersville. That's uh, to uh, you know a great upscale craft bar up in up the north side of the city, like North Bar. Like there's so many, there's just so many options. Yeah. It's the kind of place where you know one, two days not enough to come close to scratching the surface. No, I was there for two days, and it certainly was not enough because by the uh, the end of it, I was racing to try to get as much beer in me before I had to go to the airport. So um, it's yep, always a city that sure. I, I leave wanting a lot more. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, why I came back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, Adam, it's been really nice to talk with you. Um, thanks for taking the time to chat, and uh, look forward to uh, drinking more of the Publican and uh, and seeing you uh, next time, hopefully. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks.